0: Hello and welcome to Back to Basics Birthing. My name is Vicki Hobbs and I'm here to guide you, support you and provide you with information so you're feeling excited and confident about your birth. Birth is an incredible event, no matter how it happens. So I'm here to help you take the fear out of birth through education, planning and preparation. Episode 7, 10 tips to help you prepare for a vaginal birth after caesarean. There are so many things to consider when you're planning your vaginal birth after caesarean, so VBAC, and these are just the ones that I've put together quickly to get you started. But you have to do your own mind mapping, you have to do your own research, you have to work out where you need more information, where you feel strong and confident, and where you have mixed feelings and need to explore more. So let's delve into this a little bit further. One, a positive mindset. When you prepare your mind in a positive way, this can help to build a really strong platform for labor and birth. Using positive affirmations on a regular basis during your pregnancy is a great way to prepare your mind. Having positive affirmations there during your labor is a great way for you to feel motivated and it reinforces the power that you have within you. Because you're a woman. You're designed for birth. You can do this. In my childbirth education classes I recommend my clients create a a vision board with words and images to help you focus on what a positive calm birth means to you. Along with power words such as breathe, release and let go, surrender. Just say those words over and over like a mantra. The main thing about being pregnant again and planning a VBAC is to really enjoy your pregnancy and positively anticipate your next birth. Think about the miracle that you've created within you. You are growing and nurturing another human being that initially was only visible through a microscope. How amazing is that? So I really want you to just sit down and really just visualize that baby that's growing inside you. Just visualize, you know, the the movements, the touch, their mouth moving, their hands and their feet moving, you know, just really marvel at that creation inside you. Get excited, you know, really look forward to your next birth and trust and believe in your body and your baby. That is just so important and that sets the tone for that positive mindset Hold, whole trusting and surrendering and believing in your body and your baby. So number two, strong, relaxed body. Do whatever you can to help your body to be comfortable during pregnancy, effective during labour and achieve a fast recovery after birth. So as a natural therapist, I perform or recommend many complementary therapies that can help to prepare your body. Therapies such as pregnancy massage, chiropractic care physiotherapy acupuncture seeing a naturopath regularly reiki energy healing hypnosis and meditation going for regular walks in the sunshine stretching good nutrition swimming and even meeting up regularly with your friends so that you have a bit of a laugh and you're happy and you're releasing endorphins do all the things that you enjoy doing during your pregnancy I don't encourage all of these things to every single woman. I work with every woman individually and I recommend options for that woman. I also encourage my clients to do the three sisters spinning babies techniques every single day from the start of the third trimester to help loosen the round ligaments, the broad ligaments, the diaphragm and the pelvic floor for optimal fetal positioning. So definitely check out the Spinning Babies website. So that's www.spinningbabies.com. So it's all one word. Number three, balanced emotions. When you are fearful, anxious, stressed or angry, you release adrenaline, your stressor hormones for that fight, flight, freeze or appease response. Producing adrenaline can inhibit the labor hormones, preventing you from going into spontaneous labour. Likewise, releasing adrenaline in early labour when it's not needed may also prevent a woman from going into active labour. So the muscles that create the contractions are not working efficiently or strongly enough to pull up and dilate the cervix and push your baby down into the birth canal. This is commonly known as failure to progress and can lead to repeat caesarean your mind, body and emotions should all be in balance and aligned which creates a beautiful synergy of positive energy that surrounds you, surrounds you so you feel calm, strong and confident about your birth. Allow yourself to be excited and enjoy your pregnancy. This is so important. You know I see so much in social media where women are complaining about being uncomfortable, or you know carrying around this heaviness of their baby and you know they're they're just building up that negative vibe that negative energy in their body so yes you might feel uncomfortable but go and do something about it you know have a massage get your partner to do a massage have a bath a shower warm packs use essential oils go and see a professional that can really help you because only you can help yourself you know you need to do the things uh to get your body in optimum condition so and this is why i say your mind your body and your emotions should all be in balance and aligned. This creates that beautiful synergy all around you, that positive energy that's being soaked up by your body, soaked up by your mind, you know, eliminating fears and doubts and concerns and, you know, allowing your baby to feel that happiness, you know, feel that beautiful energy that you're radiating within you and outwards as well. So just allow yourself to be excited and enjoy your pregnancy the more you're enjoying it you know the more you're going to look forward to having that feedback anticipating that feedback and you know really working towards that feedback Um, enjoy every part of your pregnancy because before you know it you will be meeting your baby and that is something to get excited about The more you laugh and feel excited, the more you're releasing stress and tension through your body and in your mind. Um, I just can't stress how important that is. Just surrender to all the sensations that you're feeling and work on any discomfort in your body by using tools and techniques that help you feel comfortable help you feel at ease, um, you know, reduce or even eliminate pain. There's, there are so many things you can do. So, you know, stop complaining about it and start doing something about it. Um, complaining about it doesn't make it better, okay? Just really focus on what are you going to do to change it? Num, um, And also, when I talk about surrendering, I mean that on all levels, surrendering and letting go to fear, stress, tension, doubts, anything that might inhibit your spontaneous labour and your birth. Number four, you can only do what you're prepared to do. Only you know what makes you feel comfortable. Only you know what you're prepared to do for this baby and for this birth. Are you prepared to interview your healthcare providers and do background checks before you sign them up, just like you would if you were taking on a new employee? Are you prepared to change healthcare providers when you identify that they, don't, that they are not really VBAC supportive, the well-known bait and switch technique? This is where they agree with all your wants and needs and they sound really encouraging and they sound really nice and you really like them. But then, at the last minute, they switch to something completely different. They bait you in with the, all the bells and whistles. Um, they sound like they're really supportive. They're giving you lots of encouragement. And then, you know, when you get to the end of end of your pregnancy, they switch to what their own beliefs and their own philosophies are about birth, particularly around VBAC. Um, and that might be obviously completely different to what you had anticipated. So choosing the right obstetrician is, is way more important than just liking them. You know, I say, and you know, one of my mentors says, uh, Jen Camel, who's from VBAC Facts, she says all the time, um, if you like your obstetrician, take them out for coffee and cake and send them a Christmas card. But just because you like them, it doesn't mean that you're going to align with them with your birth plan. You need to ask all the hard questions and get your wants and needs signed off early. Don't leave it to the last minute. Are you prepared to forfeit the obstetrician management fee if you do change, you know, later on in your pregnancy? And that could be thousands of dollars that you just let go of. Are you prepared to ask questions and find out the reasons why you are being told you can't do something? Okay, asking how can you do it? Are you prepared to dig deeper to get evidence-based information or debunk what you're being told? Are you prepared to fight for your rights? Are you prepared to take what you have learned and put it into practice? We all know that we have rights and choices, but with rights and choices comes responsibility. Are you prepared for the consequences of your choices if the outcomes are not positive? And this can work in in two ways, you know, if you go ahead and you choose an an obstetrician that you like, rather than working out, is this the obstetrician that's going to provide for your wants and needs for your birth, following your birth plan, um, not doing routine interventions. Um, If you go with that obstetrician and then they change, you know, and then you still decide to stay with them then that is a choice that you've made you've made a choice to stay with that obstetrician and you know now you have to be the one that's strong and saying no I don't consent to that no you know I'm I've I've heard all the recommendations that you've provided for me but I'm still happy to continue with my birth plan are you prepared to say that Okay. The other thing is if you choose not to do something that an obstetrician has recommended to you and then things go pear-shaped you know you have to own those choices that is the choice that is the um, the benefit of having choices but also the risk of having choices as well because it's quite easy to say I don't consent to that but again you know if those choices turn out to be Um, a negative choice then you still have to own those choices okay because that is your responsibility number five independent childbirth classes knowledge is power so a groundbreaking australian study on effective childbirth education was released in 2016 by dr kate levitt and professor hannah darlin this study highlighted how important it was to not only participate in independent childbirth education classes, but to also find a program that included complementary therapies to support normal labour and birth. The research showed that this basically halved the intervention rates for births. And if you would like a copy of that, um, that study, you can email me and I'll send that through to you. Antenatal classes held at the maternity hospitals are primarily focused on the policies and procedures of the hospital and what could go wrong and the drugs and the interventions that are available, rather than encouraging women and demonstrating how they can birth as naturally as possible and offering alternatives to the medical model. However, I never discourage my clients from attending the hospital classes because knowledge is power. And the more you know about that hospital, the better it is for you as well, so you know what to expect. For those who can't attend independent face-to-face classes, there are plenty of online courses that you can do. And this has also been a huge mission of mine, to provide a comprehensive online course, as well as incorporate live webinars into that so I can interact with those who do the online courses? So you still feel like you're having that dedicated person supporting you, answering questions and providing information to you. Um, so you can do my back to basics birthing online course, or we also have a hypnobirthing Australia online course as well. So there's so much that you can choose from. There's no excuses these days not to be able to, um, you know, to have independent childbirth education classes. They are so exceptional in value and provide you with so much to prepare you and your partner um, to feel confident about your next birth. And I really really believe that uh, women who are having a VBAC, um, you really need to have that confidence. You really need to have that education. You need to have the evidence-based information to back up what you want to do. Um, so many times we see this failure to progress but is it failure to to wait you know are women not being given the opportunity to um, to go further than where they they kind of hit that block okay so if you can't get a doula you know to to be that best support for for you then I really encourage you to do independent childbirth education classes Number six, ask questions and make informed choices on what is right for you and your circumstances, not someone else's. We are all unique, you know, and in all my previous um, podcasts and all my childbirth education classes, I say we are all so unique. Every woman, every pregnancy and every birth is unique to that baby. We are so lucky that we can gain so much information from the internet but sometimes that information is not accurate or it's biased. Statistics and information can be manipulated by the person who may want you to make a decision based on their own beliefs or recommendations. Make sure you're reading studies correctly. Don't just skip down the bottom of the study and read the conclusion. What are the numbers really saying? a small study is not going to provide the big picture and can be misleading. It is great to ask questions in social media groups so you can find out what other people did in similar circumstances. However remember that the information that you receive is based on that person's experience and we only know what has been shared by that person. There are always other factors to include as well. For a woman to make a true informed decision on whether to have a planned feedback or a repeat cesarean, she needs to be provided with accurate evidence on risks and benefits around her own set of circumstances. We also must acknowledge that two people can review the same set of um, risks and benefits and make completely different decisions for what feels right for them. That doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong. Number seven, have a great support team. Your chances of a VBAC increase when you have an independent midwife or a doula because they provide continuity of care. Your independent midwife or doula is familiar to you and they have developed a rapport with you. They are dedicated to supporting you, encouraging you and focusing on you, nobody else. They are trained to deal with fears and doubts as they arise to suggest alternative options, alternative tools and techniques to get you through the intensity of labour and birth. They are your birth coach, that person who pushes you to the edge and then pushes you a little bit more. That bond from another woman who is there to protect your space and provide ongoing nurturing, support and a female understanding and connection in birth is one of the most powerful reasons for having an independent midwife or a doula or both. However, sometimes it's not viable to have an independent midwife or a doula. And that is the reason why I say it is crucial that you attend independent childbirth education classes with your partner so that they can be educated on how to be the best support person that they can be. Don't settle for anything less. Your partner is not the one birthing, you are. And you deserve to have the very best support by your side, whether that is them or a private midwife or a doula. But they don't know what they don't know. So it's important for them to be educated and have tools and techniques to guide you and support you. Um, and I just won't back down on this. I firmly believe this. When a man tells a woman that childbirth classes are too expensive or or that a midwife or doula is too expensive, or that they um, have him there to support you. That is not good enough. When a man, let's put it into perspective, when a man plays a sport and he trains every week and he goes to games every week, the ultimate goal is to play in the grand final and win that trophy. He puts his body through hard labour and has a coach there pushing him, encouraging him and pushing him some more. If he is weak in one area, then the coach will call on another coach to look at what they can do around that weakness. There are several different coaches that work with players to ensure that they're at their peak condition and have the best opportunity of winning. And labour and birth is bloody hard work. Even more so with a back because you have those previous fears and those doubts locked away in your subconscious mind because of your previous caesarean. So you need a body coach. You need a mental coach and you need an emotional coach and you need that, you need that love coach right there with you as well. So definitely your partner being there and he's the one that has that love connection with you. So it's so important to have that because that is really powerful as well you also need all those tools and techniques that are going to help you physically mentally and emotionally and that means going to classes or having that extra support at the very least doing classes so so that he can be super efficient um, he can be a super efficient coach for you as well number eight eating and drinking during labor So recent studies have now shown that it's important for women to eat and drink regularly during labour to ensure that they maintain their blood sugar levels and energy. A recent Cochrane review concluded the following. Since the evidence shows no benefits or harms, there is no justification for the restriction of fluids and food in labour for women at low risk um, of complications. No studies look specifically at women at increased risk. Hence, there is no evidence to support restrictions in this group of women. Conflicting evidence on carbohydrate solutions means further studies are needed and it is critical in any future studies to assess women's views. Number nine, as the end of your pregnancy draws near, be patient. Once you get close to that magical due date that you've circled on the calendar, this is where you need to muster all your patients. For some women it can be really frustrating, uncomfortable and stressful. So do things to nurture yourself and enjoy the final days and weeks of your pregnancy rather than focusing on your due date. You've spent all that time waiting and so many women get impatient at that 38 week mark. They've just had enough and start thinking about induction Probably, be, probably because they're also being pressured into being induced by or hassled by well-meaning family members or friends. But the last few weeks, even days, are crucial for babies' development and preparing their lungs to work efficiently outside of the womb. Many birth workers use the marathon runner as an example of a woman getting to the finish line during labour and birth. I like to share this analogy too, but I adapt it for the end of pregnancy as well. Start focusing on your baby needing that little bit of extra time. We know that it's your baby that triggers spontaneous labor by releasing a protein to the placenta when their lungs are ready. You are the marathon runner, almost at the end. You can see that finish line about 800 meters ahead. Flags are waving, people are getting excited, they're cheering. And in your head, you're thinking it's just so close, yet so far away. You're so tired. You're feeling so uncomfortable and you just want it to be the end. But it seems so far out of reach. And then you start to doubt yourself. You start to doubt your body. You start to, you know, succumb to the the stress and, you know, the, the fear mongering around you. But then you hear your coach on the sidelines shouting to you, keep going, keep it steady, breathe, nurture your baby, keep your baby safe. You've got this. You can do it. I believe in you. And then you change your mindset. You know that you have got this. You're not going to let time beat you not after all that you've put into researching this feedback and you know finding out all the ways that you can have this this feedback and all the things that you've done to nurture your baby over the whole time of this pregnancy no way you're not going to let you know impatience get you down and so I want you to say I've got this I can do it I can get to the next stage when my baby is ready I will pace myself. I will enjoy and savour those cheers on the sideline because I know I've got this. I can do it. I trust my baby and I trust my body. I want you to relax all the muscles in your body. Have a massage and then a warm, relaxing bath. Listen to some guided relaxation hypnosis or meditation. Take long, slow breaths all the way down to your baby and say, I'm ready, baby, when you are ready. So just keep doing all the things that you enjoy doing. You know, go to the movies, go for a walk along the beach, catch up with your friends, have fun, but tell your friends that you don't want them to keep asking you if babies come yet. Just tell them that, you will let them know when you've had the baby, you know, and even though they're they're obviously really excited about your pregnancy, they're really excited to meet this baby. This is your time. this is a time that's really crucial for relaxation and being prepared for when your labour does start. so I really want you to focus uh, focus on your body, focus on your mind, focus on your emotions. And release and let go, release all stress and tension, let go of any fears or doubts. And number 10, breathe, release and let go. You know, you've heard me say this over and over again, releasing and letting go, releasing all stress and tension, letting go of any fears and doubts. So needless to say that with everything that I've covered so far, one of the most important things to learn and practice is your breathing. Breathing from the diaphragm increases the oxygen flow down to the muscles of the uterus and to your baby and also helps you to conserve energy. A marathon runner needs to ensure that they're getting oxygen to their muscles so they don't get cramp and seize up or become tense, creating pain and fear. The fear of failure. This is the same necessity for a labouring woman. You are running a marathon too. I've mentioned that before a birth marathon and so you need to ensure that you're breathing efficiently in my experience as a doula and a childbirth educator i found that nasal breathing is the most effective during labor as it connects with the parasympathetic system of the body and the central nervous system however again don't get stressed about breathing you know and then tensing yourself up just find the best and most comfortable way to breathe for you Let me focus on one breathing technique to help you during your contractions. Just have a practice. Start off by closing your eyes and then take a long, slow breath in through your nose as far as you can go. And then release that long, slow, deep breath out through your nose as far as you can go. So that is a really easy technique. So while you're having your contraction or in hypnobirthing, we call that a surge, You're taking a long, slow, deep breath in through your nose. You're filling up your inner balloon. So imagine your belly is blowing up like a balloon as you're breathing that breath in. Okay, and all of that oxygen is going down to the uterus, down to your baby, giving your baby loads of oxygen so it doesn't go into distress. Um, And then you're breathing out. And as you're breathing out through your nose, your belly is going back down again. And you just continue to do that breathing technique for the whole duration of your, um, your surge. So, you know, you might take three or four breaths in one surge. Surges lasting probably around 60 seconds, sometimes more, sometimes less. But that breathing technique is really going to help um, boost up that oxygen, relax the muscles, Uh, so that work so that they're working really efficiently so you know just practice that breathing technique Um, now some women find it difficult to breathe out through their nose so again just do what feels right for you if you have a blocked nose you know you might wake up you know and you're in labor and you've got a cold and your head stuffed up and you can't breathe in and out through your nose then just again do what feels right for you So if you've got a blocked nose, it just makes sense to breathe in and out through your mouth. Okay, again, long, slow, deep breaths in and then out again. Don't get stuck on trying to nasal breathe when it's too difficult because then you're in your head, you know, and your head starts messing with you and you start saying, I can't do this. You know, I'm going to fail. Everything's going wrong. No, start again, reboot, go back to basics Um, And just start breathing again, whatever, however, it feels natural and comfortable for you. Now, when you practice and master the breathing technique, it will really help you in any stressful situation. Not just labor and birth, as it's a universally recognized method of releasing stress and anxiety. It's like trying to meditate for the first time. Some find it really easy and then others notice the chatter. In their mind, they can't switch it off. But the more you practice, the easier it becomes until you can do it anywhere, anytime. I teach meditation students to focus on the flame of a candle and do their breathing techniques that way. Um, So you can practice that as well. So that will help to quieten the mind, relax the body, and balance the emotions. So again, just do what feels right for you and just breathe. That is the key. So I hope you've enjoyed episode seven, 10 tips to help you prepare for a VBAC. And I look forward to sharing more information with you soon. Thank you for listening to Back to Basics Birthing. If you would like to get more information about my childbirth education classes, Hypnobirthing Australia classes, fear release sessions, online course, veer back education, pregnancy massage or any of my other services, please visit my website at backtobasicsbirthing.com.au